Hi, and welcome to the Confessions of a Homeschooler podcast. I am your host, Erica Arndt. In these podcasts, I'll be sharing all of my favorite homeschooling, organizational, and parenting tips, and answering your questions as well. Welcome back to today's episode. My name is Erica. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking about homeschooling and the summertime. So in the last podcast, I shared all of my tips for keeping kiddos busy during the summer. I had a lot of fun activity ideas in there um, and just kind of fun things you can do just to keep people from just keep them engaged and maybe off the couch and sitting around watching TV all summer. Um, So if you didn't listen to that one, definitely head over and check it out. Um, But today we're going to talk about as a homeschooler, do I, you know, do anything specific over the summer? What do I use the summertime for? So historically speaking, and pretty much I don't see this changing, but we do not do formal homeschooling over the summertime. I like to use summer as a break. So uh, the kids get a break. You know, I have a couple older kids now, so they are actually working. And then I also get a break from just school and I can focus a little bit more on my blog and videos and things like that. Um, But really, we just use it as a time to just relax and rest and recharge so that we can kind of prepare for the upcoming school year. So while we don't do any formal schooling, I will say that this year um, my oldest daughter is studying for a CLEP test that she is about to take. That's a college level um, placement exam and so hopefully she can pass that and then have to and then she can skip taking that class for her first year in college. So we're going to try and get a few CLEP credits in if we can. Um, So this will be her first one. So she is actually doing a little bit of school, not a lot. She just studies for that um, and she does every day and if you're more information in if you'd like more information on that just let me know and I'd be happy to send you an email on what she's doing and um, how we're studying and things like that. But she's doing that. And then my youngest is still finishing up some math because I switched her curriculum mid-year and I just want her to kind of get through as much of it as she can before um, we move on to the next level. So we are doing a little bit of school here over the summer, but honestly, normally I don't do any If you're interested in having something to kind of keep your kids busy and, um, you know, maybe reduce some of that learning loss that can happen over the summer, I definitely suggest checking out the Carson DeLosa Summer Bridge Activity Books. They're actually really great books, and they're basically just worksheets, so it's not a whole lot of hands-on activities, but they're just a random selection of um, tasks, and they do sell them by grade level, so you can just have your student kind of practicing things over the summer so they don't totally forget everything they learned before they start the school um, the school year. And you could just have them do a couple of worksheets a day or something like that if you're concerned about it. Um, but we don't normally do that. Normally we just take the summer off and we have fun and we go to the pool and we do field trips and we travel and, you know, just kind of whatever we want to do. We paddleboard, things like that. Um, I don't do anything super specific or formal or planned out over the summer. Um, But it totally, you know, is dependent upon you. Obviously, you can do what is best for your family. That's just kind of how we do it. Um, But one thing that I do use the summer for, and this I am pretty rigid on, is I use my summer months to prepare for the upcoming school year. So right now I am in the curriculum gathering process and so I figured we'd talk about that just a little bit today. Um, But I do use my summer to gather all my curriculum, figure out what we're going to do, what we need to be doing, making sure that everybody is going to be on track for the year. And then I will usually take um, a weekend or two, it kind of depends on how long it takes me, um, and I will sit down and do all of my lesson planning for the whole year. I know that might sound a little bit crazy. Um, I do have information on all of this on my website if you want more detail on 
how I gather curriculum and how I do lesson planning. Um, and it's also included in my how to homeschool um, e-course as well, which you might find helpful. But basically right now we are in the gathering stage of the planning. And so I am ordering all of the curriculum that we need to. I usually sit down with a little planning sheet. Uh, they are they come free with my planners if you've bought any of my planners. But basically I just use a little kind of spreadsheet and I have one for each of my kids. And I write down all the subjects and then next to the subject I write what curriculum we're going to be using. So I write down the vendor, the edition, um, you know, and whatever I need to order from that vendor so that I can keep track of everything. I usually will write down prices as well. And wherever I can, I do like to try and get things used if possible because it's a little less expensive. And so I will check used curriculum fairs, which normally we have those right now because of COVID. They aren't really doing those, um, but you can still find things online. You can look on eBay. Uh, I also have a buy, sell, trade section in the COA community. And that website is just community.confessionsofahomeschooler.com, but you can check there. You can um, look for used curriculum there. You can also sell your used curriculum there as well. So that's kind of a nice way to bring in a little bit of um, funds for your upcoming year. But normally I would go to a curriculum fair, look around, talk to the vendors, things like that. Obviously all that's happening online this year. Um, and, you know, state homeschool conventions are also a great way to check out curriculum. And a lot of those take place over the summer months so that people can be planning up for their upcoming year. You can also look in regular bookstores. Um, a lot of the children's areas and bookstores like Barnes and Noble and things like that will have educational materials as well. So you can kind of go and browse through some things like that. We actually have a teacher supply store here too that has a lot of fun things. And so I like to go and just browse around there and get ideas. I will say that as of years past, and of course this year, we do most of our purchasing online. I already kind of know what vendors we like and what we're going to be doing. And so I'll just order straight from their websites. And then the curriculum comes to me. And as I get it in, I mark it off on my little checklist so that I can make sure that I got everything in or that I you know didn't forget to order something or whatever and then once I get all of my curriculum in for the year and everything is checked off that's when I will sit down and start doing my lesson planning so right now we're just in the gathering phase of getting curriculum and figuring out what to use um, and like I said I always like to try and buy used if I can uh, the only thing I would recommend on buying used is to make sure that whatever edition you're buying is actually going to be fitting with the current current uh, edition of workbooks. So just make sure whatever consumables you're buying will also match the edition of the teacher's manuals and things like that that you might be able to find used. Uh, that way you have them all kind of coordinating and you don't end up with a teacher's manual that doesn't fit your um, student's workbook and things like that. So that's the only thing, but I do like to try and cut my costs and buying used is always a great way to do that. So once I gather all my curriculum, then I'm ready to create my lesson plans. And like I said, I usually take a weekend or two and just sit down. Um, or if it's, like I said, in the middle of summer, it doesn't have to be a weekend. I'll just take a few days. Um, and I sit down and I usually do one of my kids at a time. And I just have a software that I input my information into. You can do it in a paper planner. You can um, you know, do it on online. I do have recommendations for both different kinds of planners on my website. So definitely check that out. If you go to confessionsofahomeschooler.com and just on that main page, there'll be a new to homeschooling um, tab. Just click that and there are links on there for everything from gathering curriculum to creating lesson plans and all of the things I'm talking about right now. So it's just a little bit easier sometimes to read through some of that. And so I think what I'll do for this podcast is I'm gonna cut it off here and then in the next one, I'll talk about how I actually create my lesson plans because that's a little bit more detailed and I'd like to give you guys a little bit more information on that. But that's 
that's where we are right now as far as our summer days. We like to kind of relax and have fun and just enjoy ourselves. And then I just use that as a time to gather everything and just get everything going. So once I get all my curriculum in, I will be filming our um, curriculum haul videos for you as well, like I do every year, so you can see what we're using. We're changing up a couple things this year, so it might be um, surprising to some of you, but hopefully you enjoy seeing what we're going to be doing. So that will be coming soon. And then in the next podcast, like I said, I will go into more detail on how I actually create my lesson plans and what that looks like on a day-to-day basis for us. So I think that's going to be it for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you did, feel free to shoot over an email, podcast at confessionsofahomeschooler.com. I would love to hear from you. Or if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes um, that you would like to hear me speak on as well, make sure to send that across and I will do my best to add those in. And as always, you can find more information on my website, confessionsofahomeschooler.com. And I have e-courses and all kinds of hopefully helpful tips for you over there. So definitely stop by and check that out. Thanks for joining me today and I will see you next time. Thank you.